We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, PGA Championship, Final Betting Card, DraftKings Ownership, The Weather Report, and The Viewer Chat. We'll get to those first few things first, then I'll get into the chat. If you are watching this on demand, please smash the like button of the video, or if you're watching live, smash the like button of the video. But after the fact, in the comments section, please leave your biggest fade for the PGA Championship. Also, if you're listening to the audio podcast, which I recommend everyone do, and subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience Audio Podcast. Give it a five-star rating. Leave a review if you feel up to it as well, and go download all of the other shows from this week. If you're looking for all of the other shows, the written content, and the stats and tools from fantasynational.com slash mayo to give yourself 20% off, that's all in the description of this video and podcast. You can find all of the links templates in there. Very easy to navigate, or at least so I hear. I have a Twitter giveaway going on right now at the PME on Twitter. It runs to 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, I have free Millionaire Maker tickets to give away. It's up there right now, and it closes at 1 p.m. Eastern time, so I suggest you go check that out if you want to try to get into a draw for a free Millionaire Maker ticket. I mean, I would play in the free Millionaire Maker ticket giveaway if I could do it. I can't, so you might as well go do that as well. All of the ownership projections, all of the stats and tools I'm using, like I mentioned, are from FantasyNational.com. You can get the course history, the recent form, the lineup generator, the tournament simulator, and you can customize everything. You can do that with any of the weekly, monthly, or yearly memberships. And if you use FantasyNational.com slash Mayo, you get yourself 20% off. Enough of all that. Let's jump in. Actually, no, not even enough about all that. I got some other stuff to talk about, too. Got some football shows coming out later this week and from earlier this week. Suggest you go check those out. Download those, too. The UFC show, the most profitable show on the Pat Mayo experience, comes out on Thursday morning for the weekend UFC card with Paul and Cody. Highly recommend you check that out if you like cash. If you don't like cash and losing, 
and you enjoy losing. You like watching this show. If you like winning, you might want to check out the UFC show. I also have the ultimate movie bracket for hilarious 2000s comedies. You can find the link to vote on that in the description of this video. There's a lot of stuff hidden away in the descriptions of these every single time. You got time codes, you got links, you got free stuff. I just suggest you look at it every single time. Smash the like. Thanks. All right. Now, let's get into this. Final betting card for the 2020 PGA Championship. Went a bit overboard, not going to lie to you. I wish I could have uh, just restarted the week and bet all my money on Brooks Kepka. But hey, this is where we're at right now. Didn't bet Brooks Kepka or Bryson. So for my winners, I kept it with DJ at 22 to 1, Patrick Cantlay 28 to 1, Colin Morikawa 35 to 1. And I bid on Jordan Spieth. I just think that he's going to play well here. I, it's going to be very difficult to hit the fairway. Shane Lowry just came out and said that the rough looks a lot like Beth Page last year. Speed game, I mean, with 10 strokes gained putting, came third at Beth Page last year. He's hitting his irons shockingly well. And if you mitigate the impact of accuracy off the tee, which I think that we're going to see. Obviously, he's not going to keep up in length with some of the big boys, but he's a fantastic scrambler. Maybe he can get the putter hot. He needs this for the career grand slam. No one's really talking about him, and everyone's like, oh, Rory's going to need the Masters, and is Xander going to win, and all this stuff. Speed's just on the wayside, 66-1, to and I played that with a top eight each way. So come inside the top eight, Speed, you're more than paying for the week. Bombs, I'm playing this week. Kisner, 150-1. to Nah, 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 nah. 200 to 1. Sung Kang. It's got to be Kang. 400 to 1. All with the top eight each way. And of course, it couldn't be me without playing Luke List and see. Woo! Kim, 225, 250 to 1, all with the top eight each way. I have three futures from January. One is Henrik Stenson uh, at 80 to 1. That price is actually better than that right now at 100 to 1. I didn't even re-up. I just don't think Stenson's going to win. But hey, I have the bet, so hopefully he does. Sung J M and Victor Hovland, both at 125 to 1 from then. So the odds are better than that. I still have super high hopes for them this week. Hovland more than anyone of those three, but they're all played with the top five each week. Top 20s, Kisner, 5.5 to 1. Nah, 5.5 to 1. Kang, 10 to 1 to finish inside the top 20. And the props that I've played are low Asian, Nick Taylor, 16 to 1. Low Canadian, no, sorry, low Asian Sung Kang, 16 to 1. Low Canadian Nick Taylor, 4.5 to 1. Low Englishman Matt Wallace, 14 to 1. I played those three in a round robin parlay, which means I just need two of them to win at pretty decent odds, obviously. If both Wallace and Kang win, it's looking pretty good. And I also played the three of them together as a parlay, which plays 974 to 1. So let's go, those guys. And like, I'm rich. It's going to be great. First round leaders all played with the top five each way EVR, Eric Van Groen. The Dutchman masquerading as a South African and Afrikaans. You'll be an Afrikan this week if you can be the first round leader. 90 to 1. Ryan Palmer, 110 to 1. Joel Damon, 110 to 1. Luke List, 125 to 1. Ditto for Glover. Ditto for Nick Taylor. Then I have Carlos Ortiz, King Carlos, Andrew Landry, and Sung, gotta be Kang, at 200 to 1 be first round leader all with the top five each way i am using patrick cantley as my one and done jeff is using dustin johnson and adam and cust is using adam scott if you're wondering who is ander cursed i also played the reverse curse to make the cut parlay uh that means tony finau ricky fowler and kevin streelman all to miss the cut pays 22 to 1 I have also posted up on Twitter right now, and they will be up on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash VPME, after the show is finished, my losing PGA Championship to make the cut or miss the cut parlays. I've played one for the Cut Sweat Show, which is coming on Friday evening. Hope you can all tune in. 
if this was normal times, I'd say what kind of losers at home on a Friday evening watching two idiots talk about golf. But hey, pandemic, we might get some more viewers out of this. So the official one of the show, all to make the cut, and they're all going to be a part of the late wave on Friday. I got Berger, Morikawa, Spieth, Shez, Kisner, Scheffler, Stenson, Lowry, and Cantlay. That pays 23.5 to 1 if those nine guys all make the cut. Uh, the main one that I'm playing is Na, Lowry, Shez, Kisner, Wallace, Reed, Morikawa, Hovland, Cantlay. That's 24 and a half to one. And then I played one with Tiger on it. So it's those nine guys plus Tiger to miss the cut only because it's two to one odds juices it up to 75 and a half to one. I also played that with a nine, nine way round robin. So I just need nine of those 10 to win and then I'll end up winning as well on top of it. Just to give myself a little bit of an out. Like I said, it's more of a fun week for me. I probably wouldn't follow this like religiously, but hey, if it ends up winning, you're gonna make a lot of money. I can guarantee you that, that if it wins, you will win all of the money, but you're more likely to lose. That's just me being frank with you. Uh, Ownership for DraftKings. uh, It seems to be congregating a lot around the same people. DJ, Cantlay, Morikawa, Xander, Justin Thomas. I would expect those to be the five heaviest owned guys from the lower regions in the $7,000 area. Shez Revy is going to be immensely popular. I'm using him anyway. And it appears like Harris English is going to have a lot of ownership on him, which I did not expect as the week started. But hey. Here we are, Harris English. I'm not using Harris English. I I get why people would use Harris English. It's just shocking to me that Brooks is not going to be the highest-owned guy. He's my highest-owned guy in DraftKings lineups. Um, So hopefully I can be like triple the field on him if he comes in at like 15%, or then I'd be quadruple the field. I believe I have him in 60% of my 20 lineups in the Millionaire Maker this week. So I'm playing the Millionaire Maker with my 20 lineups. Probably enter those in the five as well, just for kicks. Hopefully, if you win the Millionaire Maker, you should probably win the five at the same time. Who's going to turn down an extra 100K if you're going to win the million on top of it? But I'm mainly sticking to the $100 single entries, the $200 single entries, that kind of thing. That's where I've been more profitable this year. I want to chase the million bucks. That's part of the fun of all of this, getting the sweat going. But the actual money is going to be made in those cash games, which I don't play, or the single entries at the higher stakes with the limited fields. Like there's the $50,000 stinger, $50,000 to first, which is the $100 entry. But I believe that has, I think it's 2,200 people. Maybe it's 5,500 people. Either way, I passed on those to play in like the $100, 500-person single entry. It's only 10K to first place. But you you have a higher percentage chance of winning that one the more limited you can make the field and up your stakes the better chance you actually having for turning a profit so i've done better my roi has been significantly better since i started taking that strategy you can also look for like the three max or the single entry i think that those are good ones to go with obviously my tournament is a three max that's why i have it that way but that was full on monday so you know tune in on the weekend to get the link for next week's Wyndham championship pat mayo listeners league turns out it doesn't matter if you win if you hit a 50 to 1 bet at the pga championship or a 50 to 1 bet at the Wyndham championship they all pay the same so it really doesn't matter uh, and we'll probably see another millionaire maker next week no guarantee on that but just the way that it's been going i would expect golf being popular let's go to it weather now here's a fun one I've posted the weather link that I'm using from windfinder.com. It's the Ocean Beach slash San Francisco Zoo Windfinder report. So it looks like the morning is going to be completely clear. And then in the afternoon, it gets fucking dicey. Uh, an average of like 20 mile per hour winds after 1 p.m. with gusts up to 33. And in the morning, it's like five mile per hour winds with gusts up to like 10. So I don't think you need to necessarily go all in on an AM PM stack, which means going to everything of 
just taking the early morning players who play in the afternoon on Friday. Uh, but I, out of my 20 lineups, I constructed four that work that way. I didn't go all in on it. I know some people will go all in on it this week. And just by the way that the weather looks right now, and we're still over 24 hours, actually just less, 22 hours out from the tournament. This could all change. So I'd recommend checking back tomorrow evening. And I don't believe that first lock is until 10 a.m. Eastern time. So you can wake up and check it again in the morning. If it stays this way, like most of the first round leaders that I took are a part of this morning wave. Uh, that's the best way to hit it. If you're going to play Showdown on Thursday, I would recommend playing the morning guys. Uh, but we've seen this blow up in our faces before. It's still the weather. It's still highly unpredictable. Golf is unpredictable. The weather tends to be even more unpredictable a lot of the time, especially when it comes to wind and tracking the wind. So I wouldn't say go all in on this, but I think if you want to hedge yourself out and build a construct a few lineups that way, that is not the craziest thing in the world. If I was building one or even three, probably wouldn't concern myself about it. When you get into 10, 20 or more, then it's probably a wise move to do it. Or Drew Dinkmeyer used to do this thing where, and he won like back-to-back weeks golf GPPs, stacking the other way because no one was doing it. Like if we talk about contrarian and ownership and everything like that, that if you stack the PM AM wave and the weather doesn't hit, you're going to have access to like John Rahm at a really low ownership. It seems like most of the good players are playing in the morning anyway, so it's not that big of a deal. But like Rahm, Nah, Patrick Reed, they're all in the afternoon wave, guys that I I like this week that maybe that's an angle that you want to take it's all up to you and your risk tolerance but it does seem like that there is a distinct advantage for thursday morning as of right now i will reiterate check back on that the closer that we get to lock because this could definitely change on friday it looks pretty even across the board to tell you the truth the course setup itself uh like i said shane lowry just came out and said that the rough is looking like beth page which means it's going to be rather thick thicker than his old bushy beard so Does it put an emphasis on accuracy players? I would say yes, but this course, even though it's only 7,250 yards, is still going to play incredibly long as a par 70, so you're still going to need a lot of distance. So... If you're going to be a short hitter, you need to smack your long irons pretty well. So the proximity from 200 plus, like you have your Griot, who's a good accuracy player. I'm just trying to find the accuracy plus long iron players. I tweeted it out earlier in the week. Uh, Tiger Woods is one of them who tends to hit a lot of fairways and doesn't drive the ball quite as long as he used to. Uh, Morikawa, Cameron Champ. Uh, Shane, no, not Cameron Champ. Let me uh, retract that. Tyler Duncan is someone who does that really well, and he's super cheap. Stenson is someone who does that really well, but they don't hit the ball all that far. So they're going to be playing a lot of long irons, which is just tends to be a riskier thing just on the whole. So uh, I think that you could also do a construction like Raza points out that you could stack the skills together. If you want to take a few accuracy players, I would say put them all together. So you have like your Xanders, your, I mean, Rom hits a lot of fairways for someone who absolutely mashes the ball. Rom. Xander, Morikawa, Shez, Na, Kisner, Damon, like that type of player. Uh, if that's a stack, that would be a contrarian stack to begin with the Todd Father, uh, Stenson, Stricker, Answer, Landry, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Like those type of guys hit a lot of fairways. Doc Redman is another one who no one's really talking about this week, who tends to hit a bunch of fairways and score on par fours, which there's a ton of this week. And he hits his line iron, irons pretty adequately. So I just think there's many different routes you can take. As you can tell, I don't have the best grasp on what's going to go on with this tournament. When you see courses so infrequently, you almost have to pick a lane and say, hey, this is how I think it's going to go. 
I'm going to construct my lineup to tell the story of how I think this is going to go. But the thing is, you're going to be wrong a lot of the time. But you don't want to scatter shot and try to cover all your bases because then you're paying the rake and you're going to lose like 99.90% of your lineups anyway. So I'd say pick a theme, stick to it, go with it. Whether it's bombers with an AM, PM lean. I mean, I have a few of those, uh, which tends... I mean, hopefully that's the story that ends up happening when all this comes down. So anyway, that's my method for the week. Uh, anything else out there? Again, fantasynational.com slash mayo to get yourself the 20% off. It makes stacking the stuff super easy uh, if you want to go check that out. If you're going to invest more than like $20 onto DraftKings or the betting market, you might as well pay the 8 bucks for the Fantasy National membership for the week. And if you do it today, you get next week too. So uh, t- two tournaments for the price of one. Let's take a quick break so I can tell you about HelloFresh. I just started using HelloFresh after like other stuff in the past and like I had to give my head a shake. Like HelloFresh, super legit because HelloFresh's recipes are so delicious. They offer so many recipes to choose from each week and it really helps you break out of your recipe rut and I like eating similar things all the time because I know what's in them. I like them, but with this, like, I've really expanded my palate with HelloFresh, and I think you can too, because they also offer contactless delivery. I don't like talking to people anyway, even whether it's a pandemic or not, but the contactless delivery to my doorstep makes uh, cooking for me, my wife, my sons very, very simple. And like I said, with so many different things, we don't get into that rut, and like, being in the food rut is, like, will make you go mental over time. So especially being home and often, not eating out as much, getting HelloFresh delivered, like it cuts the amount of time that I have to go out. I said, I don't know why I waited so long to switch over. And it fits my lifestyle. I keep my fridge stocked by adding extra stuff like garlic bread or side proteins, my extra orders. If I want a snack, I can just go grab that. And HelloFresh is committed to making fresh, delicious food available more than ever. It has taken steps to keep its employees and customers safe and donated 2.5 million meals to charity last year. And they're stepping it up with their food donations amid the coronavirus crisis. So go to HelloFresh.com dot com slash 8080pme and use code 80pme to get a total of $80 off, including free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions apply. Please visit HelloFresh.com for more details. Again, HelloFresh.com slash 80pme code 8080pme. Into the chat. Let's get to your question. Smash the like. Well, we're out there, too. First guy in the chat from even before the chat started. Blair says, with the shortened distance, players can hit the ball. Do you think long iron approach is even more important? Yes. That's see, He's asking the questions, and I already said it. So there we go. And starting with your lineups with Cantlay give you enough win equity. And will that be unique? I think that if you want to get away from some of the chalk on Cantlay, taking him to start your lineups, I have a few that start with Cantlay. So I don't hate it. Uh, I just think you need to build unique here. Like, we don't There are so many good players who can actually win this event beyond, like, the top five that if you start with Cantlay at $9,400, you can go, like, Cantlay, DJ, Hovland. Terrell Hatton, like just all guys in that range, they could all win. They're not as likely to win as John Rahm or Brooks or Justin Thomas. But, you know, if you can populate your lineup with six of those guys, you don't have to delve into the lower sevens or the sixes. That I think it's a fair idea if you want to go to it. We've seen some millionaire makers won that way in the past. Smoking Guns 40, is there any advantage of playing the AM PM stack or vice versa? I just went through that, so hopefully I answered your question. 
for my high stakes game, I picked a totally AM PM lineup based on how high the winds are supposed to be tomorrow afternoon. Overreacting or smart move? I think it's a smart move, but it could be stupid when the results come in. Like I said, pick a lane, go with it. As of right now, I don't see a reason why you wouldn't do that. Pat, much appreciate you from John. Rich Beam, Beam Beamer got the keys to my bema was on the nice shots pod shout out moose uh and said the cut line would be around round plus five does that sound right to you yes that could be around it i mean it's all going to be condition dependent just like picking the cut line before the tournament starts he's kind of a fool's errand i don't think it really matters what the cut line is what we say today it's going to matter what it is on friday and it does appear like top 70 in ties is actually what's happening here i don't know why that it's the case with that because they usually mimic what happens on the pga tour which is now top 65 in ties but hey get an extra five guys through the cut which could open up even more people uh who are on that number that yeah plus five seems high to me but it's not insane to think if this plays really hard grant pat love the show thank you grant smash the like button everyone else out there too smash the like button you've mentioned that both bombers and short and straight builds is there one that you're going heavier on yeah i went more on the bomber build uh just I, I think it, it saves you so many problems. Not to say that I'm not using some shorter hitters. Like I said, I bet not in Kisner to win. If the conditions crank up, those guys are going to hit fairways. If their irons can get hot, their putters can get hot. I think they have a chance of contending here. Uh, and we even saw that at Beth Page last year. You had some short smackers end up at the top of the leaderboard, but it was mainly populated by guys with distance and guys that play really well off the tee. So I even used Luke List in some of my DraftKings lineups. He's in the right wave, and the guy fucking mashes the ball off the tee. Let's go, Luke List. Try to replicate your performance from the PG last year thoughts on scheffler going off in the first group seems to have good form finally i mean good form after like six rounds is one thing uh as a part of an am pm stack i did use scotty scheffler i have him in two of 20 lineups so i see the same things you are and i think that he's in the right stack in the right wave when it comes down to it and he possesses the skills that i think that we should be targeting he's still scotty scheffler and the guy can miss every two foot putt so you have to watch out for that but i, I do like him how would you rank these top 20 odds? Hatton, Rose, and Reavy. I'd probably play Reavy at 4-1. to one. The, other, you know, the other guys are half of that at 2 and plus 220. Uh, so Chez Reavy would be my favorite. I'm not playing it, though. I told you guys who I'm playing. You can check it out my cheat sheet. It's up on my Twitter feed right now. Uh, and after the fact, you'll be able to find it on Facebook.com slash the PME uh, if you want to go consult or just fade the picks. I mean, that tends to work out for a lot of people, too, right? More questions. Amanda De Silva asks, any interest in Stump the Schwab or Kaima below 7K this week? I don't. Um, I can see Schwab just because he hits a lot of fairways, but the guy broke my heart last week. Uh, although the TD Green game has been absolutely immaculate, but uh, I'm going to have, have a hard pass on those guys. How many players do you have in your player pool this week? This is from Taylor. Over my 20 lineups, I believe I have 20 players. Uh, and I just added some more at the bottom end because I felt like having Sung Kang in 75% of my lineups was just probably not a great idea Consider I bet him to win. First round leader, top 20. Probably scaled back on some of that. So I added Nick Taylor into that mix, Lucas Glover and Luke List in the 6K area and just diversified a little bit more. I don't think I own any of the 6K guys more than 20% across any of my lineups. Uh, and a lot of the times I stopped at like 7,300 or 7,100. That's probably the better way to play it, unless you find absolute value. I actually have Joel Damon in that mix too. He was the other guy I added in. So initially I had 15 players for 20. Uh, and then I saw that no one's going to own Victor Hovland. So I turned some of my Morikawa shares into Victor Hovland, still playing way more way more Morikawa and then I turned a lot of the Kang, Na, and Kisner who I was over 50% on each into those other guys that I just mentioned in the 6k range of one up to Matt Wallace so that's how I ended up going about it 
rank these golfers: Pat, Jeff, Paul, and Tim. Paul, are you a? You're not a good golfer, are you? I actually went out golfing this weekend. Uh, first six holes, absolute nightmare, absolute nightmare. But you know what? I, I chipped one. I luck boxed one on uh, I think the seventh hole. Uh, chipped it in from off the green, and then it had good mo. Had good mo. Going to be playing in a couple weeks again, so I'm pretty fired up about that. But no, I'm pretty terrible. Okay, so Paul's the worst. Uh, <laughs> Jeff and Tim play like 20 times as much as me. I'd say Jeff is probably the best. I always beat Tim, but Tim's probably better than me. He just, he gets, the mental game on Mr. Dandercust is not great. If the guy has a one-stroke lead on 16, he's about to make a 10. So I'd say that in actual competition, I'm better than Tim. But overall, like the guy hits it like close to 300 off the tee. I hit it like 220. I'm just not long off the tee whatsoever. I'm basically the Jordan Spieth of uh, our regular games. But hopefully, uh, starting next summer, maybe I can start playing a little bit more and really hone my skills back up back when I was like a low 80s golfer in my teens. Uh, Just don't play enough anymore. But yeah, Jeff, Tim, me, and then Paul. Ryan Palmer or Cam Champ? I would go with Ryan Palmer. Pat, which players are you fading from the low 8K and 7K? Like, just, you can just hear who I'm picking here. I, I don't need to tell you who exactly I'm fading. Uh, love the show. If I'm playing 20 lineups, how many golfers? Just went over that. Also, if you ask the same question twice in the chat or something I deem stupid or start answering other people's question, you're banned for life. Unfortunately, been- we're not seeing very many of those because I've banned so many people for life anyway. So. You've been in such a good mood so far. I didn't think any bands were going to happen. Do you feel like I've been in a I feel like I'm in a good You've mood. You've been I'm excited very chipper today. I now, think. that was the first mention of banning, so watch out, people. Well, I just saw that people had messages redacted in oh, the chat, fair. so they must have done it and then realized that they were probably going to get banned <laughs> for life before I got to them. Uh, let's get jump over to the Facebook chat and see what's up. Where are we at with Sergio this week? Playing well, but sucks in general at PGA Championship. I'm fading Sergio. I, I just can't handle him missing two-foot putts. I just, for my heart, I can't do it. Thoughts on Hubbard and Clark for the low sixes. Hubbard makes a lot of birdies, and Clark could utilize the long ball. When you're down there, you're really rolling the dice. It's Kang and Nick Taylor for me are the two guys that I'm using, so I'm not using those two. Xander or Morikawa straight up? Who finishes better? I'm hoping it's Morikawa. I have a full fade on Xander. He's going to be incredibly popular. Not to say that I don't think that he's going to play well, but I just hope he doesn't play well, and Morikawa storms it. Big on Morikawa. I bet one of these guys to win, and I bet Morikawa. So that's where we're going here. Now he has significantly better odds. I believe Xander's down to 16-1. to He's being priced like the same as Rory, like... Calm down on Xander. Like, if he was 25 to 1, he'd be a great bet. I don't feel that same way at 16. Which two do you feel have the highest win equity this week? Hatton, Woodland, Decky, and Neiman. I'd probably say it's Hatton and Woodland if we're talking about pure win equity. Uh, Jason Day, can he keep up this play? Hope not. Full fade on Jason Day. Who do you like better to start your lineup with, Xander or DJ? I bet one, didn't bet the other. The answer is DJ for me. If I missed anything on this, but thoughts on Graham McDowell, Tita Green game solid, great in the win. I tend to agree, but I always just worry that he sucks so much off the tee that it can take him directly out of the tournament. Like He needs to hit all the fairways to get this going because his course is so long. And if he doesn't, he is in a lot of trouble right away. Like I think that if he if he ends up being like the guy that can hit, I don't know, 80% of the, if he has like a Todd week off the tee, which is not inconceivable, it's just he tends to lose so often that I just find he's a very risky play. Very good at hard courses, though, so I don't hate it, but uh, it's just not for me. Thoughts on Field the Burn, 100 and 250 to 1. Form has been dog shit, but still a top 30 player in the world. I like him better in weaker fields in Birdie Fest, to tell you the truth. I just don't like this setup for him. Is the weather, ooh, is the weather Friday? Looking the same, windy in the afternoon. No, it looks windy all day. Matsuyama or Day to finish top five? Nope, not for me. 
Back to the YouTube chat. Uh, Palmer or Champ top 10? Uh, neither, but I guess Palmer for me. Rory for a top five or Hovland for top a good bet? I don't, I mean, I don't bet Rory because his odds are too short to win. I don't think I'd want to bet him at super short odds at top five. If it's the only bet you're making this week, sure. But if you want to play a bunch like I enjoy to do, uh, you probably want to stay away from those. Rom, Bryson, Rory, Cantlay, pick two. Rom and Cantlay for me. How much does Rory's least, recent lack of form concern you? Only one top 25, no top 10. Feels like a place where Rory puts it together, but his irons and wedges have been so iffy. Seems like people are people will say that they're off of Rory and Rory will end up being a popular pick. That always ends up happening. But he might not crack like the twenty five percent ratio. Like I bet you he ends up like fifteen percent. Um, I get it with Rory. I'm not playing him this week, but I completely get it. It does feel like he's going to flick a switch and all of a sudden he's Rory again. And he's the best player in the world. But you have to pick your poison. I do worry that his irons have been good. Same thing with Xander. Like Xander lost like six strokes with his irons last week. Did it all around the green and did it all on the greens. Now he is typically a very good iron player. So maybe it was a one week aberration. One week doesn't tell the story of the next week, but it's a bit of a bit of a red flag for me when Xander Shoffley, when I started looking at it. Usti played what last well played well last week. Any love? Yeah, I've, I used him in my lineup. Uh, he's in the bad wave, but He's Louie, like good wave, bad wave. He's just a weird player. So if you think he has some upside, play him. Favorite 6K play, Sung Kang. If I'm playing two, three max and two single entries, should I make eight unique lineups or three or four and duplicate them? That's on you. Uh, whatever you feel the most comfortable with. You diversify your risk a little bit more by playing more lineups. But if you feel really good about your three lineups, then you might as well enter them in a bunch of spots. Any snorting the coke rack love this week? Nah, I just can't get there with him. He plays well in California. He's great off the tee. He kind of fits the mold. One of the reasons that I went with List over some of the other guys is one of the reasons that List was really good like two years ago is that the irons were good, the off the tee was immaculate, but he got really good around the greens. He was able to save himself despite still missing every 10-foot putt. Coke rack is an abomination around the greens. So if he's missing greens and regulation, it's like an insta-bogey. Just can't have that here. I need someone that can save themselves. It's the same reason I went with Matt Wallace, who's been really bad with his irons, good off the tee, good around the greens, and he can get either super hot or super cold with the putter. But the off the tee and around the green tend to be rather sticky for him, and that's something that anyone who can get themselves out of trouble and save themselves without making a big number, I'm kind of into those guys this week. Any love for Sneds? Nah, not at an off the tee course. Next week at the Wyndham, Fran Snedeker we can fire up. Uh, have you felt that Tommy Fleetwood's previous play will translate to this week? I mean, you can be in on Fleetwood, you can be out on I have no problems for or against him. I am personally not using him. Tell me why the juiced can't get loose and cash a top 10 and he hits it straight and this track suits his game. I mean, because he's not that good is the problem. I mean, he has a better chance of placing top 10 in the world's best jerry curl than finishing top 10 in this. I, he's a fine player, but the fact that he can't close out like challenger tour events does not inspire a whole lot of hope for the PGA Championship. Your thoughts on a Thursday morning stack? Been on that. Uh, you can rewind to the beginning. Appreciate the content. Could you pick your two favorite out of these three for me? Kisner, Nah, and Champ? That's the order. Kisner, Nah, Champ. Actually, it would be Nah, Kisner, Champ, but I like Kisner and Champ a lot here. Kisner has the better wave. He plays in the AM uh, and Nah plays in the PM, so just be wary of that. Cantley or DJ? I think Cantley's safer. Uh, I would go DJ, though. DJ first-round leader? Uh, that's not my method. I would actually say Brooks first-round leader. If I wasn't, because I bet all the guys over 100 to 1, instead of doing that, I'd probably take all of my money and bet two of the higher-end guys. Brooks would be number one on that list to be first-round leader. And 
where he's 10 to 1 to win the tournament or 9 to 1 in some places to win the overall tournament. He's 20 to 1 to be first round leader. So he tends to be first round leader in events. Like if you, we, we saw it last year at the PGA Championship, he just stormed it and went wire to wire. Even last week, he was the first round leader. Like if he can start making these 20 foot putts with ease, which sometimes he just does, he's giving himself so many opportunities that maybe last week won't stick with him. But him and DJ, yeah, first round leader, don't hate that. Any cheap Euro Tour players you have interest in? Wallace is really the cheapest one. I think he's like seventy four, seventy two hundred bucks. Um, that would be it for me. I think. Who do you love the most this week? Answer: Woodland or Fleetwood. Uh, I like Fleetwood objectively the best, but I'm not using any one of those three guys. How many contrarian lineups do you play each week? In case you're dead wrong, usually one or two out of the twenty that I end up entering. Thoughts on Max Homa, 150 to one pass for me. Is Xander good for a top five bet at plus 450? I want to do one and done and go all in betting wise. I mean, if you want to do that, you've heard my thoughts on Xander. Thoughts on Steve Stricker. If this becomes a par fest, played well at the Memorial in the first two days at Workday. Yeah, if it's going to be a fairways and scrambling, you could do worse than Stricker. I just worry that his lack of distance at a really long course like this. Uh, Workday was one thing. I guess Memorial was a long course. That was also a par 72. I don't hate it. Uh, I think that there are younger players with higher win equity that you could go to, like the Nas and Kisners of the world. I think they're just superior versions of Steve Stricker right now. But I don't hate it, to tell you the truth. Uh, Furick would be another one I'd throw that. Coming off a win on the Champions Tour. Any concerns about Colin Morikawa and Victor Hovland being their first PGA Championship? I mean, I didn't have real concerns about them last year at their first U.S. Open, and I believe they both came inside the top 20. These guys are excellent players. Don't don't let a lack of experience trump overall talent uh, would be the way that I would lean with this. These guys are uber talented. Could they miss the cut? Absolutely. But if we're just looking at who are the best players in the field, these are two of them. So you wouldn't want to fade them. They're, they're cheap comparatively to guys that, I mean... You see someone like John Rahm, who just lost the number one player in the world. He's a top five player in the world. But if we look a year from now, would it shock you to see Hovland or Morikawa inside the top 10, inside the top five? My answer would be no, it wouldn't be, because these guys are that good, and you're getting $2,000 of discount on them. So just because they have a lack of experience, that's why they're so cheap. But hey, you got to roll the dice on someone, right? Any interest in Mac Hughes? Good God, no. I hope he comes dead fucking last. I hope he loses to all the goddamn PGA pros that are in the field. But he's not. Because he's going to hit, these are giant greens, they're like 7,400 square feet. If he hits a green in regulation, he's 98 feet away from the hole. He's going to make the putt. It's going to happen. Just shoot 75 over par would be what I hope for. Nick Taylor, low Canadian. Let's go, Nick Taylor. Team Canada, Nick Taylor. You do this for me. Better GPP play. That's a Great question, Jared. Thank you for constructing that. It's very good. Very good work for you. Paul, I'm losing it. Mackenzie Hughes tilted me. Yeah, nobody ask any more questions about Mac Mac Hughes questions for the rest of this will be uh will be abandoned. Yeah, you ask about Mackenzie Hughes, you're banned for life. You're putting me on tilt. I'm pre-tilting 90-foot Mackenzie Hughes putts, Paul. I can't have that. I can't have it. The it's, guy just he crushes me. It's understandable. He absolutely crushes me. It's understandable. Every every tournament, it just seems like, you know. All of a sudden on Sunday, he goes like minus six and you look at it and it's like he gained eight strokes putting today somehow. Yeah, listen, I'm playing Speed, so I can't be too tilted by it because Speed does basically the exact same thing. Uh, so does Matt Wallace and so does Matthew Fitzpatrick. But just uh, he, I just find him incredibly tilting. Uh, when you ignore a question, does that mean you like the person's ownership? 
I don't, I'm not ignoring any questions. I'm just reading them all in order as they come by me. Scotty Scheffler, first round leader. I, I don't hate it. He was, he was 66 to 1 when I saw him. Um, so I didn't want to bite on a 66. I capped it at 90 this week and higher. Mickelson, Bubba, Neiman, better Millie maker play? Eh, probably Neiman. Is there a chance of a fog delay on Thursday morning? I don't fucking know. Fuck's wrong with you. Do your own research on that fog. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist. I'm just looking at a wind report. Will it Lowry Louie? Crazy to be a core? No, I think you've gone a bit overboard on that, although it does allow you anyone you want at the top. So if you're confident in those three guys, go for it. I like Lowry and Louie. Who are your favorite grinders this week that maybe stats don't love? The Reed types. Probably Patrick Reed, to tell you the truth. Reed and Spieth. Uh, guys that have had success at the Valspar Championship over the years. Um, what's your definition of a true contrarian lineup? Completely different across the board or more along the lines of two or three very low-owned players? And what price point? I think that if you want to build a contrarian lineup, you do it at the top. Um, you find the guys, and like I can tell you right now, these are the guys that no one seems to be owning from the top end. Above $8,000, and you don't need to take, take like two of these guys, and all of a sudden you can take the chalkiest guys you want, and you're contrarian. Uh, it doesn't seem like anyone's going to own Bryson. Uh, I mean, when I say comparative to the rest of the people, where like Brooks and JT, and Brooks and JT are going to be like pushing 20% plus. So is Xander, so is Cantlay. Dustin should probably be around that too. Bryson's looking more like 10%. Woods is looking like... 10%. So, like, they would be contrarian plays. Ricky seems like he's going to be super low. Patrick Reed, super low. Tyrrell Hatton, super low. So, if you just use two of those guys, you made like a Bryson Hatton team, then you're contrarian to begin with. Like, very few people are constructing your lineup that way. Uh, and I have not used the full salary cap for any of my lineups, which is the single best way to make sure your lineup isn't duped. You can use 49, 9, and you're fine, uh, generally speaking, when it comes down to it. Back over to YouTube, see what's going on here. Which course correlates the best to Harding Park? I really don't know because I don't know exactly how it's going to play. I would say with the PGA of America setup that if Lowry says that the rough is looking super tick, like that bushy beard, then just look at last year's PGA Championship. Bubba or Sungjae? Pass. Over 300 watching, 62 likes. Gently tap the like button. I agree. If you're watching, smash that like button. If you see it on Twitter or Facebook, please share this around. And even if you are watching it live, but you are subscribing to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast, I highly recommend, A, you subscribe if you don't, but B, download the show after it's done, wait for that to go, and then you can just delete it if you've already watched it. But hey, help those download numbers go up. Rose, 66 to 1, seems like an auto bet. Thoughts? Uh, not an auto bet for me. I bet speak the same number. Probably a worse bet. One I like more. I did use Rose in three of 20 lineups, though. He's a contrarian guy no one's using, and the off the tee has not been bad. The rest of his game has been bad. Harris, English, or Kiz? Kiz. Which player do you own more of, Xander or Morikawa? I own zero Xander and lots of Morikawa, so call on Morikawa. Uh, listen to the Nice Shots pods as well as all your show. Made me believe, listen, if you're going to talk about a different podcast and ask me questions about it, you're better off fucking asking them about it because you've heard it on their pod, all right? Uh, my brain says pick Scotty Scheffler. He might have a broken brain, but I don't hate it. Would you rather use Fleetwood or Lowry? Lowry. Sick tour junkie shirt. Yeah, tour junkies. Go ask them the questions about this stuff. I love David. I love Pat. I love their show. One of the few that I actually listen to. It cracks me up. I enjoy the entertainment-based podcasts. Low Asian, Bob Smith. Uh, Band for Life, Paul, what do you think? Sorry, someone asked. I was, I was about to respond to somebody who asked a uh, Mac Hughes question. I think they were looking for it. What, what was this one? 
Eh, the guy just making a stupid comment. I've already scrolled past it. So no ban for life. You make another okay. stupid comment, you're gone. Seems like it's going to blow pretty hard Thursday. Early tea times already went over that. Looks like a significant weather advantage. Already over that. With the top 70 and ties cut rule, the AMPUM weather, and the past champ club pros in the field, would it make more sense to build some, make the cut parlays with guys that have an AMPM start? The official make the cut parlay of the Pat Mayo experience, which I've released on my Twitter page and will be up on my Facebook page after the fact, is an AMPM to make the cut nine-person parlay that pays 23.5 to 1. So, yes, I do think that there are there is value in that. What do you think the winning score is going to be? I'm going to say minus 10. Fat Pat or the Fitz Magic? I'm going with my guy, Patty Reed. On Fantasy National, which stat do you think best captures the situations where putt distance is going to wind up 15, 20 feet? That doesn't even make sense, so I'm going to pass on that. Uh, Bubba or Lowry? Lowry. Can Hadwin bounce back from a historically bad putting performance, or does he have expected low ownership? He is going to be super low owned. This is California, which is a bonus for Adam Hadwin. I do worry about his lack of driving ability the past few weeks. Maybe he can harness that back again, hit some fairways. If he hits some fairways, I think he's going to be fine, but it's a heavy ask for a guy that I just don't think is going to win. Have you decided on playing Paul Casey? And I said it on yesterday's show. I'm not playing Paul Casey. Pass, which means he's probably going to win now. Herman or Doc Redman? Pass. We get on the Zang Gang this week. I'm going to pass on the Zang Gang as well. Don't want to have too many guys in the 6K range, but you know, I always have a soft spot for my guy Zang. Uh, Poulter or Kisner? Kisner. Being that Adam Scott came off a layoff to win at Riviera, do you think he's in a good play this week at his price ownership? Uh, I played him in four of 20 lineups. I have him around 10% ownership from Fantasy National. But the Fantasy National ownership projections just tell you what the people on Fantasy National are doing. So the people that are using stats, sometimes you're going to be off on a lot of players. Like Scott is someone, just because he's been out of sight, out of mind, that I could see potentially coming in lower or they're like hey he's adam scott he's really good 10 percent to 12 percent seems about right to me though uh so not super low owned not super highly owned but one of the higher owned guys of that range like i'm looking at it now of the adam scott range like rose is probably going to be around five percent woodland appears like he's going to be low owned reed's going to be low owned speeth's going to be low owned sung jay no one's using phil no one's using casey no one's using as of right now, it doesn't seem like anyone's using Kucher, which really stuns me since he tends to be like one of the chalkier guys in every major, but maybe people are just off of him. Sergio is another one people don't seem to be going to as much. So those would be the guys I think are pivots off of Scott, but I think that Scott is objectively a good play. So a lot of Xander talk. I've been over Xander. Just tweeted you a picture of the weather. Yeah, I've already talked about the weather and I've already posted the link. So thanks for your help on something i've already done nice work rom lowry Reevy base don't care what you're doing um this guy's already made two comments that aren't questions banned for life get the fuck out of my chat what's rose's ownership looking like five to seven percent i would say uh pivot ideas off a chalky glover do we think that glover is gonna be chalky the glove i got him right now around like seven percent I mean, unless there's someone you really like, like Damon's down there. Don't hate Damon. I mentioned the other 6K guys I like. I, I don't think that he's going to be high enough that you have to pivot off him. If you like him, go with him. Better Millie Maker play, Bubba, Mickelson, or Neiman. Uh, Neiman? Didn't hear anyone mention on the show with Raz about answer. Are you not on him? I'm not on him. That is true. Pat, thoughts on Rich Beam? No. <laughs> play or fade Reed? I'm on Reed. Play Reed. 
looking for Finau Spieth based lineup with Woodland and DJ. Thoughts? Finau is Andercursed. Watch out. Thoughts on Billy Ho? Couldn't get to him, but I think that statistically and objectively, he should be really good at this course. Hits it long, hits it straight, likes to grind. This is a Billy Ho style track. Are you playing anyone under 65 other than Kang? Just Nick Taylor and not a lot of them. How do you think a balanced lineup salary looks for this? I like it. I, I think it's a smart way that you can take chalkier guys but have a contrarian build. What do you think of Brooks over Rom at plus 115? Don't hate it. Did we figure out if the cut line is top 65 or 70? I would say it's 70. Uh, that's, that's at least what I'm going with right now. <laughs> Mickelson or Spieth? Spieth. Since it's top 70, is there an MDF? No. Uh, majors don't have MDFs. Since I've been using Fantasy National for three weeks now, total game changer. You're right, Jason. Is a total game changer. And if you want to get access to the game changer of FantasyNational.com, get 20% off by using FantasyNational.com slash mayo. What do you make of Martin Keimer? Pass. Uh, I use the lineup generator on Fantasy National. 20 max entries does four of six max on the same team as, appear, as opposed to five of six max, not overlap the teams by player pool. Usually, I you have to fuck around with that with however you want it. Uh, I always just go five to six. I don't care. If, if I, there are guys that I like and I've weighted them highway, I want them to appear in almost as many lineup combinations as I want because they're my core guys. Any love for Henley? Uh, stats love him. I don't this week. Can you give one definite bet that will win with decent odds? No, they're fucking bets. What's wrong with you? Patrick Cantlay to make the cut, minus 400. There you go. Have fun with that. Webb didn't putt well at Colonial on bent. Any concerns? He's a positive putter on bent. I just don't like the setup for Webb. Um, if the, I, a lot like Stenson and a lot like the shorter guys who sometimes hit a lot of fairways, but other times don't. Like Webb can lose off the tee a lot. He's been striking it really well and hitting a lot of fairways. But if he ventures off the short grass, then not like his long irons will have to come into play. And he does hit long irons well, but it's going to be problematic for him. Like if I have guys that are going to miss the fairway, like the Luke Liss of the world, at least be 100 yards closer to the hole. Those are just easier shots to get up and down from. Then scrambling becomes easier. That's the problem with some of the shorter hitters that aren't like sure things to hit the fairway. Xander or Rom? Uh, I'm going Rom. Uh, well, the chat skipped on me, so I don't want to want to go back to where I was here. Uh, what do you think about Lonto? He's under 7K. Uh, just not for me this week. Thoughts on Warinsky? He won last week. I, I know he won last week. I'm going to pass on old Richie Warinsky. A third, a first, and we'll see at a PGA Championship with a leap in field strength. Leishman winning or Tim surviving alone in the Arctic? Probably Leishman. Probably Leishman winning. That has better odds than Tim actually surviving. Any bubble lug? No, uh, not for me. Lowry top 10 lock? Um, anytime you throw out the word lock, uh, you're just lying to yourself. Put it that way. Is there a not so obvious under the radar skill set you might target for this course? I think like the, I would say like Morikawa kind of has it, although he doesn't have the under the around the green game. I'd say strong off the tee, good around the green, bad with irons. Not that I want a player that's bad with irons, but I think that those players can patch together a good week. If the score is not going to get to like minus twenty, if it stays around like minus seven, minus ten, I think those guys are very live. Uh, the Luke List types of the world. I'll, I'll look up a few more of those right now. So strokes gained off the tee, good around the green. Who do we have here? Rom, Rory, Justin Thomas. Uh, where are some under-the-radar guys here? Maybe I'll sort by Sungjae. 
uh, someone who gains and is good around the green. Maybe if I just sort by around the green, that'll make this a little bit easier. Uh, Matt Wallace, Shane Lowry, Patrick Reed, Jason Day, Roy Sabatini, Berger, M. Cantlay. Who else here? Sergio, Billy Horschel, Keegan Bradley, Harris English, Harold Varner III, Matt Jones, Luke List. That would be the guys who gain a lot, gain above average off the tee, and again, above average uh, in strokes gained around the green. Again, you can find all this stuff super easy on Fantasy National and customize it any way that you want. Is leaving 600 on the table too much this week? I mean, no. You can leave as much as you want, really. Adam Scott ownership went over that. Troy Merritt value? Nah, no thanks. Thoughts on Matt Wolf this week? I'm going to pass on him. Sergio top 10, I'm off that. Will Bryson figure out the marine layer or be too stubborn to realize his ball won't fly as far? I think that Bryson will have it figured out, and his ball will still travel farther than everyone else's ball, so that's still going to be an advantage for him. Uh, how chalky will Finau be at 7,900? I actually I just haven't done it. As soon as Tim picked Finau as his pick to win, I kind of just stopped looking at him for the week. I have him around 12%. Uh, he's still Finau, so he might go higher than that. Maybe the bad week and the collapse two weeks ago will take people off of him, but it's really difficult to say. Finau tends to be popular in these situations, so um, I'm just not playing him not hearing much about rom i think he's hungry to get his world back i mean i think that there are players in this field the pga professionals who are hungry to make the cut and actually make some money that doesn't make him any fucking better uh rom is a good player that's why he should play well he was number one in the world last week it means he's probably pretty good i like rom this week i think his skills set up on this course really well tends to play better in california i think those are better reasons to take him rather than he's hungry to Get his number one back? I think he's hungry to win a fucking major. How about that? He's due, Pat. He's due. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you mentioned Doc Redman before. Any chance of him being a sneaky top ten? Why not? Uh, I'm not betting it, but you can. Thoughts on Charles Schwartzel? I don't like him off the tee. That's the problem. Um, but I don't hate him at the same time. I'm not using him, but I, I do think he is a good player. Puts really well on Bentgrass. Uh, what about Leishman, Kucher, went over those guys. Favorite two out of Neiman, Homa, Champ, Steele, and Kokrak. I have one favorite, and it's Joaquin Neiman. I guess Champ would be second for me out of those guys. Smash the like button. That's what Chris says. I agree, Chris. People should smash the like button. Retweet the show, too. Yeah, give me a break here. Uh, share the show around. Tell some friends. Download the uh, Pat Mayo Experience podcast. All things you can help to keep this chat free. Because I was thinking about moving it premium. wasn't actually. But this is just what I say to get people to download the show. Just download the show, please. Rate it five stars. <sighs> Good week for a balance or stars and scrubs? Um, you can go either way. Stars and scrubs at majors tend not to work out, even with the soft pricing, unless your scrubs are like the low sevens. Dipping into the sixes tends to get a little bit more riskier reports of these greens are relatively flat will that help team no putt yes i would think so actually what led you to morikawa over hovland um i think that morikawa's irons tend to be more consistent his long irons tend to be more consistent and he hits a lot of fairways he's one of the few players that like hovland's a lot longer off the tee than morikawa is but morikawa hits more fairways uh, by and large however morikawa also is like median average in terms of driving distance where Hovland's really long. So his combination of length plus accuracy really led me to 
to Morikawa, and Morikawa went to college like 20 minutes away from the course, so I think he's played it a few times. So maybe that local knowledge could come into play on the green complexes, just a little bit, I'm hoping, at least. But when it seemed like no one was using Hovland, I did divvy up a few shares, because I think that Hovland's a very good play as well. Uh, Morikawa's also in the good wave, Hovland's in the bad wave, if that's you want to use as a tiebreaker in this situation. How do you feel about Zing Zhu Zhang? The Chinese bad boy. Uh, I like him. I'm just not using him here. Interested in Tom Lewis or Richie Wierenski? No, this isn't a Corn Fairy event or a Corn Fairy-esque field. Notice no one seems to be mentioning Euro players in the field, maybe because they have no stats besides rankings and wins. Do any of them stand out to you as usable? It depends on which ones you're talking about. Uh, I like Matt Wallace. Using him. I'm trying to think of who else I've starred. There's not a lot of Euro guys. Like, Keimer's really the only one who's coming over, I think that we haven't seen, like Schwab is one of them. I'm not using Schwab. Burned, I'm off this week at a harder course. Like Mike Rarenzo, from France. Like, I, I don't really know what to make of him. Lucas Herbert could be a decent play from France, but I think I would go with the proven commodities that I've actually seen play. Like the PGA Tour has been going along for two months. The European Tour came back on like the Challenge Tour. No one even really played. Like a lot of these guys just haven't played. Like even the Bobby Max of the world, we've seen them once. Like it, it's tough to get a gauge on where they are. I do agree that will open up low ownership on them, but they're an absolute risk. I would want to take the guys that I've seen play just a little bit. At least my mind would be at ease with that. That, you know, you know my analysis by looking at them, uh, which probably doesn't, hold a fucking bucket of water to anything is still something that just makes me feel more comfortable with my lineups like button smashed thank you steve which set do you like more answer morikawa lowry or finau woodland hatton uh the first one i like a little bit more since fairways gained are significantly more since since fairways are significantly more narrow this week do you think that favors accurate drivers do you think it makes bombers a better play and even more accurate because people will be in the rough more too i'd actually lean the latter on that one i just think that more people will miss the fairway i think that's why spieth becomes a decent play here is that if everyone's going to miss the fairway Guess who plays out of the? Guess who plays out from the rough a lot? Jordan Spieth. He's very accustomed to these conditions of going around. Any love for Nah? Yes. Where does Tony fit in your lineups? He doesn't. Are you using Bryson this week? I am actually not using Bryson. I really want to. I just couldn't pull the trigger on it. Maybe I'll turn a few ROM shares into Bryson at the very last second, which, listen, not everything is finalized. We're still, you know, 21 hours outside of the tournament. A lot can change. Um, but I don't envision myself doing it. I have no Thomas, no Rory, no Bryson, no Xander. We are playing. Hopefully those four guys miss the cut, and we're good to go. Winning some cash this week. Uh, or just don't win one of those four guys, and maybe I can win some cash that way as well. Who do you like as a pivot off? Fitz, Reed. Give me English all day at 7200 bucks. That is what a lot of people are saying. Considering how fast the greens are going to be this week, uh, I have heard that Apex Height stat is a good... <laughs> You're outthinking yourself at this point. You're just trying to find something that no one else is looking at, which may not be significantly relevant. Like uh, Apex Height, sure. If you can get the ball to land softly, absolutely. Can you do that out of the rough? Have you found stats that accurately measure from a certain distance, Apex distance from the fairway versus the rough? No, those stats like don't exist so you could just be buying into something that is a completely false narrative so i think that's digging a bit too deep at least in my opinion day or hatton hatton thoughts on og zach johnson not zach j johnson actual zach johnson seems to make cut in majors i don't know whether that's true or not 
that could be a perception that you have. Um, that could let's. I want to go look to see if that's true because people are just throwing out throwing out things that they're calling facts. I don't know if that's true or not. Let's see. PGA Championship Zach Johnson. He has made four of the past five cuts in the PGA Championship. In the Open Championship last year, missed the cut in the U.S. Open. He made it. Missed the kind of that's the Valero Texas Open. Yeah, he's had a good made cut percentage in majors over the past four years. Only missed two of them. No, because he's missed the Masters too. So he's missed four cuts in the past four years between the majors. I, I, yeah, I guess he has played them all because of his Open Championship win. I don't like him here this week. Pass on Zach Johnson. I just don't see what his win equity is at this point. Uh, I'd rather go with guys with higher upside. Thoughts on Werner? Pass. Better DK Phil. Kisner, English, or Neiman Kisner for me. What price range on DK do you think is going to be the difference in winning the Mondays? Since I think that's one of the quote-unquote favorites is, it's 9K and up. you got to pick the two guys who finish 1-2 out of there because that's likely where the winners are coming from. I know that's an easy cop-out answer, but this tends to be a tournament. Brooks, Brooks, Day, Thomas, you had Jimmy Walker in, and he was like 80 to 1. But other than that, favorites tend to win the PGA Championship. Louis or English? Louis. No plays on Tiger. Seems like his ownership will be low. I would agree. Would you? Who would you leave out between Kucher, Woodland, and Answer? Probably Kucher. If you had mostly AM players but wanted to throw in a few PM players, it would be better to throw in cheap players in the hard conditions and hope they make it through or star Ram. I would say that I would take a star like Rom in that circumstance because good players, regardless of condition, should play well, where harder conditions only make worse players worse. Uh, you would want to put your, like, quote-unquote, worse players in optimal conditions to give them the best chance to get through the cut. At least that would be my logic on it. Love the show. Bryson Cantlay, lead. Who do you go with them? You want me to fill out the rest of your lineup? That's not what Pat Mayo does. Chaz, give your head a shake. Would you switch to Rom, Rom to Kepka in one and done with the AMPM split? I would just use Kepka anyway, but that's me. Top three to win, in your opinion. I released a betting cheat sheet. That's who I would bet. Love the show. Thanks for that. In the 7Ks, rank Rio, List, Redmond, and Sabatini. I'm only using List. I'd probably use Sabatini after that. Hey, guys, shout out to the Dogger Pass podcast. Paul, you're getting love. Hey, Thrusha. Yeah, he won a lot of money, so he has to thank you guys. Yeah, he likes, he's, he's a big fan of us this week. Dogger Pass or podcast. Or maybe not this week, the week before. Dogger Pass podcast, UFC, bets and DraftKings picks released on Thursday morning. Breaking news. Breaking news for what? Uh, from Cody Safdick. Oh, yes. Um, we're going to be doing it virtually. Oh, Cody's not coming in? He's not going to come in, but we're going to try video. Oh, God. Cody and video? I mean, we'll have a look. We'll he, have a look. Is he at his office or is, is he at home? Uh, he's, he's, at, he's at home. He's at home? Oh, yeah. I'm sure his internet connection is phone. It may end up just being a phone or burp. We'll see. We'll see what Cody it looks like. There's a chance Cody has, like, dial-up internet, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, Grio or Henley? Ugh, neither. What are your thoughts on answer? I'm passing on him. Thoughts on Supergroup Impact? No, I, I don't care about those things. Uh, of Rory, Tiger, and JT. Rory and JT tend to play well with Tiger. Second place in one and done pool. Xander or Brooks? Brooks. Redmond burned everyone at Memorial. Resurgence? If you want to think that, go for it. Bryson Stenson or Rory List? Rory List, why not? Hopping on now. You snorting the coke rack? Turns out you can rewind this show. You should do that. Any interest in web? No. Rom, Bryson, Kiz, and Finau. Stack. I don't think you know what stack means. It's just four players you named. 
First round leader bets coming from the morning wave. Uh, yes, that's what I have. Collie or Duffner, pass on both. 8K range, do you like Fitz or Reed? Reed. Phil projected ownership around 5%. Thoughts on starting a lineup with two above 10K guys? Go for it. Any love for Duff Daddy? Not really. Shoffley and Moore? Well, Moore isn't playing, so I would recommend not that one. How about that? Uh, Day or Hatton? Hatton. I like Reed this week. All right, well, it turns out no one cares what you think, so you're banned for life. Paul, I'm starting to lose it. I'm starting to get mad. Yeah, I think right now are good. Keep, They're not good, Paul. I've been keeping track of the bands. I believe there's only two bands so far, which is like far, far, far under the t- under the total. But you started really chipper. I can feel the mood shifting right now. I'm going to set a live odd, um, six and a half, six and a half bands. I'm going to jump over to the Facebook chat. Maybe the questions over there are better. I'm getting triggered. I'm real triggered by the YouTube chat right now. Any interest in Tringali or Steel? No. A uh, little late for Henley. Continues some hot iron play. I'll take a pass on him. Woodland to win. That's not where I'm going. Seen a lot of talk about Xander's approach game. Worth being worried about? I mean, he had a bad week last week. I'm not playing Xander, but I wouldn't be, like, too concerned about it. Uh, just not for me. Reavy or Lowry? I'll go with Lowry. I like both of them, though. Using both of them. These are much better questions. Hideki, Reed, or Woodland? I will go with Reed. Need a guy under 6,600. Who are we thinking? Sun Kang! For me, under $6,600. All right, jump back over to the YouTube chat. Maybe it's less less triggering at the moment. Adam Scott or answer? Adam Scott. Who is your favorite bet this week? I released a betting cheat sheet. You can look at it. How about that? Answer versus Louie in a GPP. I'm going with Louie. How much time a week do you spend on Fantasy National? Not to help you shill, but as a stats geek, it seems like it seems like it would be awesome. I mean, I do an entire show where I go through my first, like I spend a ton of time on it, just looking up certain things. As I'm doing this show, I have it pulled up in case I need to reference the stats. So, you know, hours every single week. Oh, this guy says Mac Hughes plus Seb Straka or Gooch and Denny McCarthy. I mean, this is a ridiculous question anyway, but mentioning Mac Hughes, maybe a ban for life. I thought, I thought we already set the precedent. <laughs> Give this guy a pass. Maybe he tuned in late. I don't know. I'm getting soft. I am getting soft in my old age. So all these gray hairs are coming in. Reed or Finau? Reed. Finau or Woodland? Neither. Love the show. What are your thoughts on Warinsky? I already answered that. You don't love the show at all, you liar. Thoughts on Tom Lewis? I am taking a pass on Tom Lewis. Can you explain what the standard amount bet? I never talk about what I bet on this. Uh, I tend to bet lower on the just random like flyers. I choose the first round leaders as like lottery tickets because they do hit every once in a while. So if you bet 10 guys over 100 to 1 and one of them wins every 10 weeks and sometimes they're 125 or 150, then you're going to be up money. That's the way that you have to kind of approach it. So I try to get them all to equal out the same. And with the each way, uh, it's exactly the same thing. If you don't have the each ways, I don't like the strategy as much because one each way on one of these guys, they come inside the top five, like doubles your money for the week, and then you're up, and then you can just fire back again the next week. So that's what I go with. Damon, crazy? No, I don't think you're crazy. Who's your favorite South African for the golf tournament and all time? 
really have to think about who my all-time favorite is. Uh, I think this week, Louis is objectively my favorite, but I did bet EVR as low South African because he was like four and a half to one or something. Did I end up betting him? No, I didn't end up betting him. I actually did that uh, that parlay that I talked about. Kang, low Asian. Nick Taylor, low Canadian. And Wallace, low Englishman. I actually played another one that has EVR on that to make it like 5,000 to one or something. But that's just, you know, for kicks. Thoughts on Ryan Palmer at 6,900? Don't hate it. Worth taking a flyer on Rose. Yes. Palmer going to tear it up, sweeties. Banned for life. Favorite top five bet. I didn't make a top. This guy is asking too many stupid favorite questions. This is not how I roll. All right? Make your own fucking bets then. Ownership blows my mind. People getting crazy this week, or am I? I don't know what you're talking about. More likely to make the cut. Schwab or List? Probably List. Are you worried about the cold weather and your boy Kevin Na's back? Of course. Even if it was hot weather, I'd be worried about Kevin Na, but... Unless he puts out some Instagram video where he says he's hobbling. People are playing Day. People are playing Tiger. People are playing Louie. They don't seem to have any concerns. I'll be okay with Kevin Na. If he withdraws, then sucks to be me. Probably won't use him in a lot of, like, single entry lineups. Put it that way. Any interest in Hatton? I think Hatton's a good contrarian play this week. Warinsky doesn't seem to be getting talk. Well, this is like the eighth question about Warinsky. So people in this chat are talking about him. Thoughts on Hovland? Already went through that. Uh, why isn't anyone talking about answer his approach plat well that's barely a question uh, and a lot of people again are talking about answer yes yeah there's been ant- a lot of answer questions and Wierenski people are like nobody's talking about Wierenski way down low I've, I've coming off of a top talk about three Wierenski, but no one is talking about Wierenski do you like him yeah, despite uh, answering this eight based times? on the chat Wierenski will be one of the higher owned guys in the lower the lower ranges. Ryan Palmer ownership. That is something you can find if you go to fantasynational.com slash mayo to get those lower end guys. How hard should I, should I smash the like button? Very. Just don't break your screen. How much stock are you putting in this AM PM split? You can rewind to the beginning of the show. Scotty Scheffler, you can rewind. Even though Keegan is not so great off the tee, is someone that could potentially play well as a cheap play. Yeah, why not? Hubba Hubbard. Any love? Uh, not in this field. Who are your favorite 7Ks? You can check out the cheat sheet on DK Nation if you want to see that. Fitzpatrick or someone else? Someone else! Any chance Todd bounced back despite being a shorter hitter? Todd is someone I really gave a hard look at. I think he might be too short for this course. Like I've seen Chez Revy play well at U.S. Opens and PGA Championships in the past, so I'm not too concerned about his ability to play on a course like this. With Todd, I really don't know. Uh, he did play well at Pinehurst one year, hitting a bunch of fairways. I don't think it's a terrible play. Uh, it's not for me, but I don't hate it. Thoughts on Hideki? Really good out of the rough. I don't have the numbers on that uh, off the top of my head, but uh, I'm passing on Hideki. The simulator on Fantasy National likes Hideki this week. Ricky and Spieth as a pair this week. Not using Ricky, I am using Spieth. Thoughts on Rich Beam? Oh, God. Paul, do you have an MMA fighter I could parlay with Brooks to get his odds higher? Is there any, any locks you love this week? Not, be, not pre-talking to Cody. There's nothing. that It's not like there's a Luke Gay this week. That's something that just jumps off the page. I've scoured through the board, and I'm just like, I don't want to lose too much money back on this. We've been, we've been hot. But we say this all the time. But we'll see what happens when I talk to Cody. Tune or in. Paul's favorite plays of the week. You'll have to tune into the Dogger Pass podcast on Thursday to find that out. Or you can tune in Friday. Or Saturday, if you want to. While you're watching the PGA, you can fire up the Dogger Pass podcast. Get some of those UFC plays this week. 
Kisner too short for the course? Hopefully not, because I'm using him. Anyone thoughts on Poulter Pass? Any interest on Webb? No. Uh, remember to smash the like button. This is true. Stenson, solid in debut. Thoughts on his chances? Don't hate him. Uh, I'm not using him, but I don't, I don't hate him here. Kokrak or Duffner? Neither. S- Harris English, sneaky player a lot, as I identified him as one of the chalkiest plays from down there. I don't think that he's going to be sneaky. It doesn't mean he's a bad play or a good play. It's just a lot of people are on Harris English. What's your reason for not playing answer? It's his price. I just think the guys around him are better. So I'm going to use those guys. The guys I think are better. I'm going to use better than the guys that I think are worse at the same price. Uh, are you building any lineups on the weather? Weather at the beginning. Thoughts on Streelman? Endercursed! Watch out. Where are your thoughts on what seems to be English? I do a lot of a lot of English stuff. Glover a good sleeper? At least makes the cut. I like Glover. I'm using him. Uh, why are you out on Redmond? I went over this. What do you think about good drive stat on Fantasy National? Or do you prefer fairways in regulation? I prefer fairways gain. Good, good drive stats is going to be tough here because the rough is significantly thicker. So it's also, it's like good drives gain is also drying stats from like the Sony Open where you can put it in the rough no problem and be able to hit it like it's on the fairway. You're not going to be able to do that here. So it's a bit flawed. Weber can't lay? Can't lay. Thoughts on Sergio? Pass. Lucas Glover, question mark? I don't answer those types of questions, sir. Found Horschel at 110 to 1, no each way. Worth a bet or burning money? If you like him, go for it. Uh, Kisner or nah? Probably Kisner because of that tiebreaker of the morning wave. Lowry, Reed, or Matsuyama? Reed. Do you think Bryson can hold it together? Sure, why not? Uh, Dustin Johnson, Berger, or Cantley Fitzpatrick? Probably DJ and Berger. Reevee Chalk worth eating? I think so. Who's the better must-WD bet, Day or Louie? Since I'm using Louie, the answer is probably going to be Louie at this point. Rom and Stricker or Xander Palmer? Rom and Stricker. Answer or Im? I'd probably go with answer in that spot, although answer is going to be significantly more popular. I just don't know what to do. Bryson is the 10th highest-priced golfer on Beep! Oh, I'm not going to answer that question. Why don't you play on DraftKings? How about that? When, Pat, when you say no one cares what you think, you're banned for life. Okay, that is something I say. Tiger projected ownership, 7%, but Tiger is always a weird outlier. Depends on how much of the public ends up playing. Who is Feinberg fading? Why don't you ask Jeff? That seems to be a good idea. At GFeinberg17 on Twitter, if you would like to ask Jeff a question. C. Bez or Ryan Palmer? Go with Ryan Palmer. How do you feel about the Kepka-Morikawa answer trio in a lineup? I've already, I'm on Kepka and Morikawa, not on answer, so that should probably answer your question. Kisner gained eight strokes putting last week. Not worried about that? I mean, I'm worried that he doesn't gain eight strokes putting again. Sure, I am. That is a concern for me. <laughs> uh, thoughts on golf TV for general tournament coverage? What, this is a fucking starter sit show. Like, get it together. You can figure this out. Louis, answer, or Sergio? Louis. See, that's a better question. That's a good question, Paul. I only have 6,100 left in a couple lineups. Help. Make another lineup that doesn't leave $6,100 on the table. Dustin or Berger? Dustin. No Sergio talk. This is, I believe, the 17th question about Sergio. Yeah, Sergio, Wierenski, answer. Chalk. Everyone's talking about Sergio, but I like to believe that no one else is. I like him as a contrarian or, play. What how are many your thoughts? Burn, how, many t- how many burners does Tim have at this point? Yeah. Casey or Leishman? Ooh. Casey? 
Thoughts on Bryson in all three? Hey, you go 100% Bryson, you're going to be way over the field in that one. If you got faith in Bryson, go for it. I like it. HV3 at 67, who do you like better? So, Paul, let me read this question again to you, just so you hear this. Harold Varner III mm-hmm. at 67, or who do you like better? So you- I like Lucas Glover better. That's, I think, the same price. I mean, I like Glover, too. He's, I think he's going to be Is shocky, he asking though. me who I like better, like, in general? Or Just give him a play, if you, unless, unless Varner is your favorite player under 6,700, or 6,700 and below. Otherwise, he, uh, the, the 60, 70 guys down there, he's, he's wondering if, if there's someone you like more than Glover. Or, sorry, uh, Varner. I feel like that could be better articulated. Yeah. Definitely. And since I've already answered that question, I'm not going to go after it again. Thoughts on Homa? Haven't heard his name today. Wow, you must have tuned in late. Um, pass. Uh, Morikawa, good top 10 pick? Yeah, go for it. Nick Taylor this week. Who's your favorite all-time Canadian? I mean, the favorite all-time Canadian is Mike Weir. Come on, he won the Masters. <laughs> He's just fun to rag on now. Thoughts on Furick or Stricker? Already went over this. Redmond or Schwab? Neither. Lowry or Spieth? I bet Spieth. I like them both, though, but I'll go Spieth. Uh, love the show do you ever think about doing a hockey betting show i'd rather kill myself than do a hockey betting show so no how about that start your own if you want to hear one thoughts on jt poston this week uh pass best smoker on the pga tour kira deck who we haven't mentioned kira deck vapes now though and spencer levine doesn't play anymore i don't know who rips darts anymore daly's not even going to be in the tournament Do you trust Adam Scott with him not playing? Yeah, why not? I'm, I'm using him, so I'm sure. Morikawa, Reed, or Xander? Morikawa. <clears throat> Thoughts on Adam Scott? Already answered it. You can go back. Grio or English? Pass on both. Starting a lineup with Morikawa to avoid ownership still provide enough ceiling? That's pretty low to start your lineup with an $8,600 guy, but if you can make it work, do it. Chez, Champ, or Kang? Eh, probably Chez there. DJ, Burger, Morikawa, or Rory Reed in Fleetwood? DJ Burger Morikawa. Thomas Lowry Morikawa Day winner will come from here. Okay, guy who I didn't I, I don't recall asking you that question. So I'm not sure why you commented that. Hmm. Should I ban you for life? I'm thinking about it. I'll get back to the ban on that one. Speeth at 75 to 1. Well, I bet him at 66. 75 sounds like a better number. I heard there is a 1% chance of hail and a 1% chance of earthquake. Does this affect Sergio? See, Brian Matthews gets it. That's a good question. Favorite out of Louis Wallace and Willett? Louis. For telly thoughts? I don't really have a whole lot of thoughts. Thoughts on Neiman? Eh, pass. FNGC, fantasynational.com. Keeps spitting out. Henley, same boat as Glover, English, Kisner, and Damon. Yeah, I think he's in that mix as one of those guys. Spieth, Fleetwood, or Sergio? Spieth. Do you think Fratelli or the Triangle Man are good pivots? Nah, why not? Tringali, worth a flyer. No love for C. Woo, he's on the FOMO list. Stenson or Neiman? I use neither. But I guess I would go Stenson. Reed, Hatton, or Woodland? Reed. More Henley questions. More Kokrak questions. I've already answered these. So you can go back. It seems like we're now into double-up territory. I will give a two-minute warning. Any start-sit questions that you have remaining, please enter them in the chat on YouTube. Right now, I'm going to pop back over to these. DJ or Morikawa? DJ.
these are just horrible questions. What is Hideki's projected ownership at? There's a real question. Uh, he is around 13% ownership right now. I see, I see, I see one that says Stenson or Neiman. Aren't they like $500 apart? I just answered that one. Oh, sorry. All right, let's jump Am back. Am I going to get banned for life? You're going to get banned. Lowest owned of the top five guys, likely Bryson. You talked about quail being somewhat correlated. Any course, courses come to mind? And it was only because, like, I just think the PGA Championships and the PGA of America setups are very similar. And this course seems like it will have more of a winning score. I would say that Beth Page is probably a better one. But Quail Hollow played incredibly difficult when Justin Thomas won. But I'd say Beth Page is the one you want to be looking at. Answer, or Fleetwood, neither. Coke Racker, McDowell, neither. Pat, new to DK Golf, is six of eight lineups having Spieth dumb? Yeah, probably, but I don't hate it. If you like Spieth, go with it. Shez or Billy Ho? Shez. Do you believe a deep sleeper has a potential chance to win? I think that almost everyone has a potential chance to win, um, if you just look at the overall win equity of it. Any tips for the English championship? Uh, Nope. I don't even know who's in the field. I'd say check out my guys at FTN Bets. Dot com. You got Drew, you got Skyler, you got Axis over there. They're doing a lot of great work with the PGA Tour. If you use code Mayo, you can get yourself a discount and go check out what they're up to. I really like their previews for the Euro. I'll be hitting those right after the show. Weisberger or List? List. Neiman, Scheffler, On or Hadwin? Scheffler. Phil or Horschel? Horschel. Is there a projected ownership number for a 6K guy that makes you an auto-fade? Not this week, because uh, no one's projected over 10%. Fleetwood or Spieth? Spieth. Jason Day ownership around 15%. People are, people are in on him. Cam Smith or Gooch? Pass. Good pivot off Reavy. How about Wallace? Would you own one player outside WGR? Who would it be? I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? Anybody outside of the world's golf rankings? Like, I think you have... Oh, no. How about that? How many lineups are you running? Went over that. Rent money on the line. Who would you do? Who would you start with your lineups? If you're playing your rent money, I'd say do not play your rent money and pay your rent. This is not what this is for. If this is what you're doing, uh, I think you should call 1-800-GAMBLER and get yourself some help. And I am dead serious about that. How many lineups do you think will have both BK and JT in them? Ah, it's tough to fill out the rest of your roster with that. I think you'll see more one of those guys and Dustin, one of those guys and Cantlay more than anything. What's your reasoning for liking Reed? Major champion, low ownership, hits a draw, plays really well at harder courses. Should I continue to go on? No, I don't think I'm going to have to. Do you collect golf cards? No, I'm not three years old. Uh, Bubba or Lowry? Lowry. Hatton, Hideki, or Finau? Hatton. Any interest in Bubba? No. List or Adam Long? List. Streelman or English? Neither. Highest price guy to miss the cut? Tiger? Probably has the highest variance of any of these guys due to his lack of play, so it's probably Tiger. Uh, M or, or M, answer, or Spieth? Spieth. Is balance better for cash games? I don't play cash games, so I don't know. Kevin Nye or Steele? Nah. Wallace or Todd? Wallace. Rory's ownership around 15%. I think Streelman fits a mold for the course. I thought that too before he was Ender Course. Oh, here we go. Last question. Richie Warinsky or Mac Hughes? You're banned for life. How about that? Yes. Still Smash stay. the like button on the way out of here. The live chat is over. You can consume the entire show on demand on YouTube or 
in about 10 minutes on the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast feed. Remember to rate and review five stars on the podcast feed. Subscribe, tell some friends. You can check out all of the work, all of the shows, everything else in the description of this video or podcast. You can also get 20% off fantasynational.com weekly, monthly, yearly, whichever you choose by going to fantasynational.com slash mayo. That'll do it for me. We, Jeff and I and Tim and maybe some others will be back live on Friday evening to cut the sweat. If you're looking for my betting cheat sheet, it's up on Twitter and it will soon be momentarily be up on facebook.com slash the PME. And with the weather, I put out up in the chat uh, the wind finder that I am using. I would check back tonight and tomorrow evening before tomorrow morning sorry before lock 10 a.m eastern time to see what the weather is doing in case something changes and you have to readjust your lineups like i said as of right now a.m p.m looking strong things could always change or maybe the breaks just won't even go that way but i think just by looking at the forecast there does seem to be a significant advantage for the guys hitting the course as early as possible but if there's a fog delay or a hail delay, like people have talked about, then that point becomes moot. Like we saw the last time we tried to do an AM PM stack, rain came and just washed it all away. And then the PM AM was even better. So shit happens, all right? I'm Pat Mayo. Good luck this week. Go win some money, all right? I'll see you next time. Pat Mayo experience! Experience!